1: Brought to you by The Mattress Place. The Mattress Place, 22 years on Chapman Highway, and no gimmicks. It's not about that. It's just 30 to 70% off every day. And with the reviews, you'll see that they are about the customer. They're about integrity. That's The Mattress Place. So what does Tennessee's wide receiver group look like now with Brew McCoy in it? I know Chris was pretty high on Tennessee's receivers Anyway, so we want to get to that. Click that like button. Click that subscribe button. We want you to be able to get the latest info on the balls, And we're going to do that right now. So Brew McCoy over the weekend deemed eligible. And Chris, it was funny. You and I were talking about the whole Brew McCoy saga ad nauseum. But there was a little piece, of a little nugget, a little tidbit that the people were listening that you gave that, maybe some people didn't catch that was you really like Tennessee's receivers with or without brew McCoy.
0: I do. And you know, I don't know that I, w- the way I would classify brew McCoy is ultra talented, as talented as anybody that's on Tennessee's roster at the receiver position. Definitely. But even overall, but to count on him to be a great player, I wouldn't count on him. And that's just the coach coming out of me. I expect him to be good. I expect him to contribute. I, I, hope and believe that he can be great, but I don't count on it. I wouldn't count on it. Meaning not that I'm doubting him. I just think that you've got to move forward because brew McCoy's history is that he's not been as reliable. So my thing is you've got a, a, a really good receiving core. Uh, Cedric Tillman's outstanding. Um, you know, uh, the jones I, I think brew McCoy can make them great. Would I count on it? No. But do I think it can happen? Yes. So it's kind of like, look, it's a good receiving core. Brew McCoy makes them great. If he doesn't turn out to be as reliable, then I think it'll just open up an opportunity for someone else. And I still think they will be good because I think this offense is designed for that. But McCoy can be a difference-making type of guy. He's got number one receiver type ability, which again, the definition of a number one receiver is, is not your best receiver. It's a guy that dictates coverages, and if he can be what I think he can be, LSU, uh, LSU, um, uh, Tennessee, LSU has really good receivers. That's why they're on my mind as well. But Tennessee can have two number one receivers, meaning you got two guys that will force you defensively to have to roll your coverage their way. That's that's really big, but that's going to determine, you know, be determined by the reliability of Brew
1: McCoy. You mentioned Velas uh, uh, with the Bears. Did they have that at times last year? Were yes. They? Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I thought that's what made them really good last year with Velas, and I think that's you know really what you're looking for is that he can be the type of guy that that can come in. Um, uh, Javante Payton, another. I mean, you know, guys like that that had an impact. Yeah, I think Brew McCoy is more talented than those guys and can have, but, but look at the impact that those guys had last year. And so you throw in a Brew McCoy this year, opposite of Tillman. Um, you know, you put White in the slot and you got some other options in the slot, and you got something there. You've got a, re- and, and the depth is one thing. They don't rotate guys a lot, but obviously being able to later in games or if, if an injury takes place, You'd like to have that. I, I just think that in the past, you've had some guys that have come in as transfers in, in that position that have had success because I think it's, you don't have to run every master, every route on the route tree. And I think brew McCoy can be a really good fit. If he's up to the challenge mentally and emotionally, I think it's a better receiving core than they've had before. And they've been good and they'll still be pretty good without him. with him. I mean, the sky's the limit, I
1: think. What about the other receivers on uh, Tennessee's roster? I want to get your breakdown of those because, you, like I said, you, you were high on those guys before we even heard that Bruce McCoy would be eligible. Chalk Talk brought to you by the mattress place, the mattress place. You might not realize it, but just a couple of miles, miles from Henley Street, downtown campus. Uh, it says Chapman Highway. Sometimes people think that's further away. It's like five minutes from downtown, so that's where you need it to be. The mattress plays thirty to seventy percent off each and every day. Chris, who are the other receivers that Tennessee has that you really like?
0: Well, I think Jimmy Holiday can be a factor at at, at X. I think uh, Nimrod, as a freshman, could help some. I think Walker Merrill, as a freshman, could play uh, Z. Uh, Ramel Kenyon, uh, Caleb Webb, is somebody to keep an eye on. Them th- those are you know freshmen are difficult, but I think th- to forecast, but I think they can. I mentioned Jalen Hyde. I think it's going to be the Y, the inside receiver. But Jimmy Calloway can play there. Squirrel right, White, I think could have an impact and a role. Exactly what? I don't know. We'll have to see. But look, I mean, I think they've got some pretty good quality. It's just just about experience. So, you know, I think Holiday is, is one that comes to mind uh, because I think he can play the X position and, and I think he can play the Y position. So he's maybe the guy to look out for that is the unsung guy. Maybe that's not talked about enough because I think he's the backup Y and I think he's the backup X. Uh, I mean, he's, he definitely is, but I think he's the first guy in at X behind Tillman. And I think he'll be the first guy in at Y behind uh, Jalen Hyatt. So uh, I think they're in pretty good shape. And if Squirrel White, Walker, um, Merrill um, can, can uh, step up and, Uh, and uh, become a factor and the other freshman Nimrod. I think they've got some really good depth. I like the playmaking ability. I think it's an underrated group in terms of, you know, uh, a position group. And again, a lot of it is how they play them.
1: How much more challenge will Cedric Tillman be if they don't have another, I mean, I'm using my air quotes for those listening, uh, if they don't have another number one on the other side?
0: Yeah, it's rare to have a number 1. I mean, you got to go the people have two number 1s. It's like what Ohio State's got this year, right. you know, uh, what LSU had in the 2019, what Alabama's had in recent years. It's rare. But look, I think we saw last year. He was the true number 1. And the others were really very effective twos and threes, meaning at the other position. So they're not we're not coverage dictators. So I think he just, like, looked to last year and looked to see what he did. Very productive, very capable. So I think he's fine if they don't have Rue McCoy playing or playing healthy. I just think they're that much better because I think he opens up things. It opens up things more for him and for them. So, again, people will look at it this way. It's very possible that if Rue McCoy plays well, that Cedric Tillman won't have the numbers. Um that he did last year. That's fine. That's great. What's good for Tennessee's offense is to not to spread it around for spread it around sake, but people are going to overplay Cedric. You overplay Cedric, Brew McCoy's there, you're in trouble. You overplay McCoy, you know, you you try to play a lot of too deep shell and you try to help on both underneath, you're in trouble. So you're going to see the slot guys just, eat up because they're going to have so many mismatches so that's what I look for and I don't look at individual stats Um, I look at the impact of a certain player being on the field to opposing defenses and I think Cedric was fine last year I think he'll be successful again but I think that um, the numbers may be a different looking if Bruce McCoy can be as good as I think he can be
1: From a chemistry standpoint, how much does it help, Chris, that you have uh, a guy that has gone through preseason camp? Because there have been uh, all kinds of different rules over the years about being eligible, whether you can practice, play, and that sort of thing. But the fact that Hooker and McCoy have been able to work out some sort of chemistry, how valuable is that?
0: Oh, I think it's very valuable. I think it's valuable at any level. I mean, you know, it's valuable, for example – at the pro level, when you hear things like uh, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady talk about, well, you know, I, I don't need, tra- you may not need training camp, but your receivers need training camp with you. So it can't have it both ways. You know, you call out your receivers, but, you know, I'm all pro. I don't have to do that. Well, Brady doesn't need, you need time with, with, with those guys. In college, it's no different. You know, Hendon and in, in heaven, time with Drew McCoy, it's, how does he like the ball? Um, you know, you get a, a feel for it. You you develop certain ideas of mannerisms that a player has in this offense, in terms of going so fast pre snap that it's important. It's imperative, not not just important, imperative that you understand and read coverages the same way. So, a head nod, uh, a you know, a move here or there. That's just Pivotal to, and the only way you do that is through kind of working together. There's just just a whole lot of uh, a lot of issues. There's there's stories about that, and you can look at one of the great which of all time, Peyton Manning, former Tennessee ball. There's stories where you know he had they drafted a receiver one time out of Ohio State, and when he was with the Colts, and um, they Ohio State was on the quarter system, and the NFL rules are that you can't attend minicamp until your it's over, you know, your your semester's over. Yeah, so what, yeah. Yeah. So what Peyton did was he got his car and he drove from Indianapolis to Columbus. So that after class, after the kids' class, he would work with them because he knew how important it would be to develop the chemistry. So that's at the pro level. At the college level, I mean I think it's important. It is by the way, The number one reason why LSU was dominant and had one of the all-time great teams in 2019 was everything to do with quarterback Joe Burrow and the fact that he took ownership of the team. He took it. Joe Burrow was not a guy that liked to party. He was a coach's son. He took those guys out every day, the Justin Jefferson. They worked all sorts of drills. And Joe Brady, who'd come over from the Saints, had worked all sorts of different types of drills. He worked them and he made it fun. And so that offense, sixty touchdowns, you know, just dominant yep. season, that was that was all about Joe Burrow. I mean, that 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 was that's why they're gonna have a statue on the Heisman Trophy. But you talking about the dominance, without him, you know, they're an eight and fourteen yep. at best. But with him that year when he was able to get that time. And he was there the year before. but So I think this is, you know, what does this mean for them? I'm not saying that in any way, don't don't misinterpret it out there, that Tennessee's ready to have a Joe Burrow year with Hendon with Hooker. No, I don't. I don't see that. But it is imperative to get to work with those guys. I think it's extremely important and going to be beneficial.
1: It's interesting. Good Peyton Manning story, too. Brought to you by the mattress place, 22 years on, <clears throat> excuse me, Chapman Highway, Marine Corps veteran-owned, a plus accredited with the Better Business Bureau; they're a member and A plus accredited. Though over two hundred and twenty five five star reviews. Let me take just a second though to tell you about what Stephen the Mattress Place are all about. They're all about saving you money, thirty to seventy percent each and every day. And they're about integrity. That is The Mattress Place. So we'll visit with uh, Chris on Chalk Talk next week. Brought to you by The Mattress Place, a production of Off the Hook Sports.